So welcome to Easy Ayurveda Gurukula, a platform of uh, learning and teaching. Both uh, will go hand in hand here to a place uh, where we get to meet all the students, teachers and uh, Ayurveda enthusiasts on a single platform, taking Ayurveda ahead, forming a chain, big chain of uh, learning. So coming to the introduction of our guest speaker friends, Dr. Abdul Karim H is uh, available with us. Uh, to present uh, his topic on uh, a very interesting topic on, of uh, research methodology. So we will have a series of talks from him uh, with intermittent gaps and other speakers. Uh, but to begin with, he'll be introducing us to the concept of uh, research in Ayurveda. So PhD, so he has uh, done his PhD in Ayurveda. So a professor in the department of uh, Rasa Shastra. Shri Satya Ayurvedic Medical College and Hospital, Dhanupura, uh, Moradabad, Uttar Pradesh. And coming to his academic profile, so BMS and MDIU, both he has completed from Taranath Government Ayurvedic Medical College, Bellari, Karnataka. Proud to tell that I also belong to the same institution. And PhD at uh, National Institute of Ayurveda, Jaipur, Rajasthan, and Fate from Manipal University. Coming to his professional experience, has a wide professional experience and also wide clinical experience, Dr. Karim has. So as I already said, uh, currently is working as a professor in the department of uh, Rasa Shastra and Vaishya Jakalpana at Sri Satya Ayurveda Medical College, Moradabad, Uttar Pradesh. And uh, previously he has served at WTM Ayurveda Medical College, UP, Air and Raw Ayurvedic Medical College, Kopa in Karnataka, and uh, BV Pita, JV Mandal, Mandal's uh, Ayurveda Medical College, uh, uh, Court, Karnataka. And coming to his uh, professional uh, experience, other, uh, other than academics, he is an approved guide for MD students from Raju Gandhi University of Health Sciences, Bangalore. He is an external examiner. He also has evaluated uh, MD synopsis and dissertation of uh, postgraduate students. He gives uh, guest lectures at many institutions on research methodology. He is specialized in research methodology, its teaching, and also is an examiner of uh, the same uh, subject. And supervision of uh, medical manufacturing, medicine manufacturing at department uh, pharmacy in Elendro Ayurvedic Medical College, Kupa. And he also has a small uh, pharmacy of his own where he prepares medicines on his own for his patients. So a home pharmacy. Ayurveda practice. So he has been doing since 14 years. Has given some radio shows and also many other activities to add to. Coming to his research works, uh, these are the two very important works he has done. Extensively worked on uh, these two topics: pharma pharmaceutical analytical study of uh, three vanga basma, and uh, the second one is uh, a comparative study of vangeshwara rasa and swarna vanga, with special reference to pharmaceutical analytical and experimental. So he, he is also a guide and a co-guide and uh, many students are trained under him uh, in the research works. Uh, he has guided at least 10 students and more than that in their research works, being a co-guide and guide as well. And he has conducted a plenty of medical camps while he was at uh, Koppa and uh, in and around villages and uh, uh, places. Many medical camps supervised the camps, conducted the camps and also served as a physician there. So coming to the training, he has been uh, trained for clinical application of panchakarma therapies under late uh, Dr. M. Ishwari sir at Ballari, who also happens to be, be my guru, acquired uh, 
clinical expertise in Vamana Karma under Dr. Madhav Dikkavi at Ballari, and uh, he has also the NABH uh, NAB accreditation training. Administrative and industrial uh, credentials, RMO, he has worked at uh, Sri Vasavi Ayurveda Consortium at Ballari, so well acquainted with uh, the preparations of uh, Basmas, Kupi Pakwa Rasayanas, Rasa Yogas, Kirutas, Tailas, Kashayas, Churunas, and almost all the uh, the Ayurveda preparations, being a master of uh, that particular department. And as an organizer, Dr. Abdul Karim is also a very good organizer. He has worked as an organizing secretary in seminars and workshops, and also an accommodation committee member, as a volunteer, as a team leader, as an event organizer many times at various places, various institutions of work during the length of academic uh, career. And coming to participation and presentation, so he has participated and presented papers in many state, national and international seminars, conferences, Ayurveda Congress. And also he was invited as a guest speaker at many seminars and uh, workshops. So these are the important uh, publications by Dr. Abdul Karim, Pharmaceutical Analytical Study of Trivanga Basma and uh, Nano Medicine and Nanotechnology in Ayurvedic Pharmaceutics, very important uh, publications. Uh, so, those are uh, the publications done in uh, our mark publications, uh, AL and Ayurvedic Medical College, Kopa, a conceptual practical uh, approach and on Kupi Pakwa Rasayana, and uh, a paper on John Basti in the Souvenir. So, these are uh, just a brief uh, uh, list of the publications that he has done. And coming to other activities and hobbies, uh, he has uh, received Rajya Puraskar Award for Scouts and Guides in the year. 1995 from the government of uh, governor of Karnataka and Rashtrapati Scout Award for the year 1996 from the president of India. Listening to music and playing cricket is uh, his favorite hobbies. And coming to the episode two, today's uh, topic, research methodology part one. As I said, it will uh, run in chain of uh, episodes from Dr. Karim, origin of research in Ayurveda. So this will be the topic that Dr. Abdul Karim will be speaking today. Uh, good evening to one and all. Research, before start everything, nowadays what is going to happen in the scenario, whatever it may be going to be there, everybody asks, what is the basic background is there, anywhere it has been studied, even not a, in uh, everyday, in a day to your practices also, we will see that patients will come, read and come, and they will ask the questions for us. So, especially in the field of Ayurveda, research having a lot of meanings because in Ayurveda field, peoples, everybody will ask the Ayurveda peoples, your medications are very slow. Why they are very slow? That people are talking like this. So, here, before uh, to tell others, we Ayurveda department people, means from our faculty, we have to know that whether research is there in our classical literature or not. For that purpose, this presentation is going to be done with a little effort please yeah. uh, first in this slide it is the question is there what is meaning of research and the second and what is the relation between the research and ayurveda how and why research origin taken place in ayurveda generally what is going to happen whenever we start the bms course the first day of the sessions when we're going to come and sit every teacher will come and he will start to tell about the basics of research I mean, basics of ayurvedas in that especially the origin of Ayurveda, especially the evolution or avatarana of Ayurveda here. Before to go that there, we have to understand what is meant by research according to the classics. So, 
in this quotation we have been taken from the brahma samhita actually brahad brahma samhita here it is going to be mentioning about this shloka is that running like this na da da daner tapo bhischa na swadhyayena chesta bihi anusandhanamataha pusam pumsam yatha atma paritushyati means what it is going to be telling here na daner if you want to do any activities if you want to do any activities like dana karma if you want to do tapas if you want to do swadhyayana self studies any chestas we want to do by doing just chestas and all we are not going to gain anything because if a person wants to induce any activities he should able know that what is the what is the purpose we are doing for that one if you understand the purpose then only we can able to complete that one so anusandhana is making the same thing here if you do dana what the purpose you are doing dana if you are doing tapa if you don't know simply sitting and doing the dhyana nothing is going to be coming so adhyayana without knowing simply go on reading reading and studying you can't able to understand until and unless you have to do the the reason for that why you are studying what you will going to able to get from that one so in the second line it is going to be telling that kaikam vachikam paapam jape deva vinasheti tasair artha anusandhanam antaram harate tamah so here especially this shloka says that here the chanting bija mantras continuously with definitely lead of detox the sins but proper understanding and link liking the meaning to be subconscious mind take away by the ignorance and it's the basis of life means what just physically mentally if you want to do japas and all then itself only it is going to be chanting the mantras itself only our papas are going to be removed if you are going to be understand the topic by one by one understand removing the layers and making to be understand the subject that will remove the tama the avarna of our uh knowledge which is covered which is unknown is that we are going to be getting on here and the next thing it is telling bahir deepa pradanena bahyasya tamasaha chayaha mandirasthanena deepena hiyate antaram tamaha means here here it is telling that first one it is removing the bahir deepa pradanena bahyasya tamaha but but putting the lights on externally it removes the darkness but when the gnana deepa is going to be came means that is mandira sthanena deepena means inside that if the knowledge is going to be that knowledge is going to be called as anusandhana because we will get to know that what is the relation between the karya and the karanas that is the major importance of research in our day to day life it is that now it is come to the relation between ayurveda and an research here just as an a picture has been mentioned because uh, in our relation how it is there means uh, without the research there is no ayurveda hmm? without ayurveda there is no research according to me because whatever our acharyas has been explained it is only on the research based only everything from a single word every research has been written in our classical literature as my uh, studies what i done till today what i understood that every single word whatever written in our classical literatures every everything has been written in a, a proper manner 
just I've given you an example how the research has been done in this. Especially if you come to the research means not only they identify new things or evolve things. So everything it is going to be including. When you're coming classes, we will study regarding that. Here I'll give the example on the basis of uh, literary research, especially. If you go through the literature of our classical literatures, how they have been written. Just one question. After writing the every book, especially in uh, Charakar Acharya also be written, Vagbata also be written that in our in their classical literatures, whatever in this written in this classical literature, it has not been going to be changed. How much they are confident, how much they are perfect in that, that what they are written that cannot be changed. If you see the Charakas uh, in the 12th chapter of Siddhisthana, he is telling that beautifully that whatever written in this classical literature book in Charaka Samhita, it is written in every classical literature books and whatever it is not written in the Charaka Samhita, it is not available in other textuals also. Means what that, how much they have been perfect in their research works. And some of the examples are there that also we are going to be studying the next classes for the whatever the documentations are mentioned. Just I'll give you one another example here on the basis of uh, literary research. That is uh, Arthapathis, sorry. Mm. And that is uh, what? Tantraktis. Tantraktis, Tantra Doshas. What they are, how they are written. You as we know the different authors mentioned the different number of Tantraktis. All Tantraktis has been used for the literature purposes in our classicals. How the Grantha has to be right what point should be right, how much should be explained, where should be explained, hmm? where is the doshas, how they are going to be mistakes while writing the classical literature. See, the literature research is also being mentioned in our classics. We are belongs to the uh, health science, but our researchers are not behind for in any type of researchers also. So this is the relation is there between the Ayurveda and uh, research is there. Now come to the major point of the topic today's that is uh, plus historical background of Ayurveda in a research in Ayurveda, how the evolution of Ayurveda has been taken place and why and what is the relation between research and Ayurveda's evolution here. See, research means what we have to be, whenever we will join the PG, they will tell that select one topic. This topic is nothing but your a problem will come. The problem has been taken and it has been going to be solved. But in this context, we are going to be, because there is a protocol for modern peoples, how to do the research for all. That is the protocol is that if it is a problem comes on that basis, if a newer, it may be a older, what we are going to be telling the research concepts. It may be a new things are going to be inventions or it may be older facts that should be reproved and they are going to be revalidated here. So. Here also, we, when the, uh, we will start the BMS course, as uh, started with that words, in the first class, we will tell about the Avatarana of Ayurveda here. So here, why Avatarana of Ayurveda has been taken place? The question is going to come, that why Ayurveda Avatarana has been done? The reason is going to be telling that, first, people are suffering from several diseases, people are dying, their lifespan has reduced, and they are not attaining the solutions. These are the four things we are going to telling the students. Generally, students will never also there, he will hear within a story what our uh, teachers are going to be telling. We are telling that Ayurveda Uttana is taken place because the people are suffering from these several diseases. Why they are suffering? Why they are dying? What is the reason behind the lifespan has been reduced? 
and what are why they are not attaining the salvation so these are the four questions are going to be mentioning but when you come to the yugas before going to yugas we have to be know about the what is the lifespan is there in the previous days see here the question is ayurveda avatarana is going on but the problem is that the problem has been taken the research has been started here in this context itself only just we are telling the story to the students how ayurveda has been originated but the background is they started the origin of ayurveda itself is an a, a research question why because they are want to be get know that how to get rid of the peoples from the diseases how they have to be increase their lifespans and how they should be able to attain the salvations these are the uh, problems that has been arised in that time durations why the at that time the rishis they don't know the uh, line of treatments for that purpose uh, different different context in different different uh, places that they have been going to be mentioned so first i will going to start with the yugas here because we want to know about the our life spans how it should be there the life is going to be mentioned here this in yugas this, there are four yugas are going to be explained classically that is one is satya yuga or krita yuga second one is treta yuga third one is dwapara yuga and the third one is kali yuga if the uh, see there uh, the life spans in satya yuga that is nothing but krita yuga there are 400 plus years the people are going to be uh having their life spans there in that point and if you come to the treta yuga 300 plus years in dwapara yuga 200 plus years and in kali yuga not plus 100 less than 100 years nowadays you are everybody is knowing that less than 70 is the life span of our peoples why this difference is there in each and every yuga what is the reason satya yuga 400 plus treta yuga 300 plus Dwapara Yuga 200 plus Kali Yuga is less than 100. So, what the reason the Satya Yuga people are living? What is the reason? And uh, the first and foremost thing is that when you start with the uh, Charaka, Shushruta, or Agbata also, we we are going to be telling that there are the Purusharthas. Yes, no, there are the Purushartha. Chaturvida Purusharthas are there. What is that? The main aim of Ayurveda. is what attaining the moksha prapti see the aim of ayurveda is moksha generally if in your classes if you going to ask any student the aim of ayurveda means everybody will tell that sastasya sastrakshanam aturasya vikarakshanam that is the quotation is going to be mentioned but the actual need of ayurveda has been started for moksha prapti how we can able to say that moksha prapti is the our main aim because ayurveda peoples means depressions have arisen why people are dying because they are not attaining the salvations because of not attaining salvation why because their lifespan is reduced how their lifespan is reduced because of they are suffering from the diseases and they are dying but in the context of ayurveda the chapter start dharmartha dharma artha kama and moksha ayurvedam moolamam muttamam has been going to be explained here means what for moksha prapti ayurveda is the root cause if you want to attain the moksha you have to follow the all purusharthas in this context if you come back to the yugas here it is telling that in satya yuga all the purusharthas are going to be followed properly like uh, dharma artha kama 
and because of three these three if they are following properly then only they are able to attain the moksha practice satyuga is so it is everything it is cleaned everybody is following in a proper purusharthas then only they are achieving the moksha if you come to the treta yuga they are like 300 years plus i mentioned because 100 years of lifespan has been reduced what is the difference has been done happened in satyuga and treta yuga in treta yuga if it is come to the in a mahakavya as in a story if you come to the treta yuga if you get know that that is ramayana here in ramayana what is going to happen the people we will see that there is story is there rama ravana has kidnapped the ravana that is the one thing why in this context the purusharthas are going to be reduced how dharma ravana is following the dharma definitely he is having the good artha but because of the kama kama is not an only one thing for any desires here a desire of each and everything whoever it may be that the story started with shurpanaka he is desire of the rama and it is the story has been runs and made to be deserved by Surpanaka to uh, Ravana. He should start to like the Sita. So one desire has been reduced because that Kama is not going to be seen in a uh, desire for the salvation purpose has to be used, but not in this way of the thinking. So what is going to happen? This is the story, how we can able to be compare and see that how one Purusharta has been reduced and their lifespan is started also be reducing. And if you come to the Dwapar in the same way, here also with the Mahakava is there, Mahabharata. And if you see the Mahabharata means all the sort of thinkings for Dharma, except Dharma, Kama and Artha for the land, lady, money, place, each and every characters we can able to be seen in Mahabharata, especially that is in Dwaparayuga because of Lord Krishna, he came for the Dharma Stapanartha on the basis of Dharma, the people are started to attain the Mosha. But if you come to the Kali Yuga, we are not at all following any Purusharthas. There is no Dharma, there is no Artha, and there is no Kama. How our lifespan should be means what here our lifestyles, what we are following on that basis, we are not able to attain the a proper health first of all if proper health is not there then definitely we are going to be die early we should our lifespan has been reduced this is one point where our uh, attaining the salvation why we are not attaining the salvation purpose in the same way when ayurveda avatarana has been taken place at that time our acharyas has been the reason has been given that people are suffering from several diseases why they are suffering because they are not following the dharma artha and thumb so they are started to die anyhow before dying means their lifespan will be reduced along with that they are not able to attaining the salvations this is how come that the question has been problem is arised we want to be bring to ayurveda here ayurveda avatarana want to done but what is happened when the people acharya rishis who are present at that junction what they have done they have been conducted means what they, they are gathered in Charak Samhita, first chapter Sutrasthana, it has been beautifully explained. All the rishis are gathered in a beautiful valleys of Himalayas. If you go to the shloka, more than 52 acharas plus acharas names have been given who are attended that present uh, at that time's uh, conference. See, that is the first scientific conference which is held in the universe. Where I mean, why they are conduct, they are gathered, they are met each other there only for the purpose of to solve the problem what is the problem is that 
people are dying they are not achieving the salvations because of they are suffering from several diseases why because of they are not following the dharma and kama that is the reason has been there but the question is that how to resolve these problems when they met each other just an example i'll compare in the present nowadays we are going to be conferences seminars for Huh? World Health Organizations, we are going to what they do, we will gathered in a one place, we are going to be announced one topic and we are going on discussing on that and we will bring to the one conclusion. This is the protocol of research, how we are going to be following. The same way, not in now, in the 1500 years back, more than that, <coughs> they have been done a, a conference. World Health Conference has been conducted at the first time and there started to be manana. Manana means thinking. According to their spiritual purpose, according to their jnana, they are everybody is started to thinking. What is the solution for this one? How we can able to come rid of that one? According to their spiritual purpose, jnana and all, they are started for searching the problem. The problem is people are dying without any, uh, attaining the salvation. And the solution is came out. The solution is what? Ayurveda. Solution is what? Ayurveda. What is Ayurveda here? Now we have been know that everybody, what is meant by Ayurveda here? Ayurveda. And then the solution is get known. Whether it is completed the research, they, whether they completed their, solve the problems, because they know the solution itself only. If I want to be tested, nowadays with the research I will do, we know the a problem is there. This is why I want to be prepared. This one, if I prepared, the patient will be cured. But how to prepare, how to gain that, everything we have to be get to know that. They know only the name of Ayurveda. And the question is arise, where it is that now? How to be get that Ayurveda to bring to the earth here? So at that time, what is going to happen? The problem, where it is and with whom? Again, the research means again, Manana has been going to be started. That manana is going to be given the answers. What it is given that the everybody get know that Brahmam Smritva Aisho Vedaha Prajapatim Jagratam So Ashvinoto Sahasraksham. This is I am going to split the shloka till here. They get know that Ayurveda, how it has been evolved. It is telling that Brahma Smritva. Brahma recalled the Ayurveda and then that has been transferred to Daksha Prajapati. Vedam. Prajapati. From Prajapati, it has been so Ashvinodhu. Means twin Ashwini Kumaras, they have been transferred. And then again, it has been transferred to Sahasraksha. Sahasraksha means Lord Indra. Till that, they get know that I now at presently Ayurveda is there with Indra here again. <coughs> they get know that that much only where it has been, it is recalled and it has been taught. See, the same parampara, what it is being started from the beginning not from here in the celestial life means in the god's levels if you're going to be checked that brahma brahma has been transferred that knowledge to daksha prajapati means guru shishya parampara is running till today also be everybody is having their own gurus and we are learning uh, we are we are uh, going to be learn from our gurus and then same thing it has been transferred to the next generations brahma to daksha prajapati daksha prajapati to ashwini kumaras ashwini kumaras to sahasraksha means Indra. They get know that now it is Ayurveda is that with Indra. This is one part of solution where it is and with whom. Then again the solution is that who will go to Indra because Indra is present in the heaven. 
the question has been again again a problem came then again they started to the manana here after that we'll going to that everybody is going to think that who will go because a dead person with a good deeds that person soul can only reach the heaven until and unless nobody can enter the heaven so again the manana has been started in that manana according to the different sampradayas as you people know that one according to charaka samhita if you go through that in that it is mentioned that acharya bharadwaja has stood up and he has been told that i have he is having a capacity to go with his physical body to the heaven and he will be able to be bring the ayurveda this is called as atraya sampradaya where in uh, we can able to be studied that in charaka samhita especially brahma brahma to indra indra sorry brahma brahma to daksha prajapati daksha prajapati to Ashwini Kumaras, Ashwini Kumaras to Bharatwaja. Now the solution is again from Tindra who is going according to the Charaka Samhita, Acharya Bharatwaja is gone. Went to Indra and he learned the Ayurveda. Here also be the Indra is transferred his knowledge to the Bharatwaja in the form of Trisutra Ayurveda. So as you people know that here. And according to Ashtanga Rudhaya and Ashtanga Sangraha, that is Atriputra or Punarosu Atreya, that is going to be explained in Ashtanga Rudhaya and Ashtanga Sangraha. According to Shushuta Samhita, there is a Dhanvantari Sampradaya where it has been mentioned that to Indra, Divodasa Dhanvantari went and he bring and gain the knowledge and he came back and, and he has given to the everybody. And if you come to the Kashyapa Samhita, <coughs> Maharshi Kashyapa went and he came back and he has been transferred the knowledge to others. See here, this is a transformation. The shloka will continue here. This is taken from the Sangrudaya. That is Sahasraksham so Atriputradika ka munin means Atriputra. That is nothing but Atriputra is Atreya Punarvasu is there. Then he went and he came back and he has been transferred the knowledge to Agnivesha Means there is disciples they have been explained see here all these things the story is when we started to telling the students of the first year they will hear as a story itself only but we want to change our view that the research has been originated from the origin of ayurveda itself only not at present one nothing is going to be newer things which are going to be there our research is in a bottom born along with the ayurveda itself only this is the main intention where the research the people if ask whether research is there mentioned in our classics means we can able to proudly say that the ayurveda research done is evolution itself is a, on the basis of research only <clears throat> and uh, uh, research only so we can able to prove that in the research documents presentations in a classical literature in innumerable numbers are there where we are going to be studied in the next coming sessions here <clears throat> And uh, another thing to found to be study here means to be how the research has been done, especially in Sampradaya cases, when where it may be went and he can came back and he is going to be taught to others. The Trisutra Ayurveda has been transferred in a different, uh, different, different Sampradayas in that uh, after learning the Ayurveda, whatever he learned and came back and he has transferred. Another one question is that whether uh, MD is done by our Acharyas, why the Sampradayas has been started. This is a little bit uh, apart here, adding here, because uh, uh, people will think that what is the necessary to do the research, because in MD itself only, in post studies only, we are going to be studying the major part of research works especially. 
see after bringing the ayurveda everything it has been explained all the sthana sutras everything means if you see the charaka samhita from sutra sthana to uh sthana we are studying all the eight branches if you see the vagbatas all the eight branches if you see the all the eight branches in shushuta samhita also in kashyap samhita also so what it is indicating that everyone has been learnt the ayurveda whatever it has been from but according to their interested we are increasing our research means what here want to say that the research never stops after bringing from just not it is uh, done as an origin of ayurveda as a research has been completed no not like that the research is in a, a continuous process it never endings as you people also be know see after they brought the ayurveda the interested people has been joined according to their interest in their subjects and they started and developed the science development of science itself is a research so only these sampradayas indicating that the research process is continuous it never stops each and every steps what uh, now at present if you go through there means all the eight branches maybe now it is 14 branches are made by our ncism hmm? but every branch has in own developments we are going to be seeing and uh, this is how we can able to be compare that the research has been taken originated from the beginning of the ayurveda itself only along with the ayurveda itself only we can able to tell that to each and every one our science is evidence based each and every thing whatever explained in our classical literatures all are done on the basis of evidences only they have been practically done and they have been going to be exposed and the development has been done whatever the development has been seen from the charak samhita to till now all the things are comes under the research process itself only and the, according to the classical literatures in the last slide the research documents present in class will be continued in the next sessions thank you thank you and all for patience thank you dr abdul karim for an exhaustive presentation of the introduction of uh, the origin of research how is research connected to ayurveda and uh, how ayurvedic basics are connected to the research and research works how research is has not only started ages back in different yogas but it is also continuing now and it will be continued in future and how ayurveda is an evidence based uh, science uh, so that was about the origin of uh, research in ayurveda as i know uh, ayurveda by itself is a big source of uh, research adan please ayurveda ayurveda itself is a big source source of research yeah definitely ayurveda itself is a big source for research several things are going to be left still now our acharyas to do the research also several points which are going to be continuing in the next sessions where i'll going to tell that how our acharyas has told us to do the research even right. charakachara in several contents he is explained and mentioned that do for further don't stop here itself only this time giving any examples for you people think that the whole charak samhita we are reading and we are understanding is not that much easy and he is telling that i am giving any examples for you whatever it is written in the classical literature is examples for you just see them understand them on that basis only you have to continue your future research works that has definitely it is a big source which has been explained by our acharyas for us for the research
like when we see through the ayurveda through depth of ayurveda we find many terms and many concepts uh, uh, so which which enlighten us to take the science ahead so how it creates a lot of questions in our mind and that question itself goes to takes us to ahead to the point of research and uh, as we know many uh, research works are going on uh, in different fields as you said uh, eight uh, branches of ayurveda 14 have been uh, now named by ncism for the convenience of the student uh, study different branches have been done from so isolated from the ashtanga ayurveda so that is the mother uh, branches of ayurveda so that also shows that uh, the separation of small units from ashtanga ayurveda itself is a research to make things simple to understand so i think uh, that is also one uh, important point meanwhile i will take the question from ranadhir uh, ranadhir ji please go ahead with the question my question is just like again out of curiosity do we in in your research do we know the exact or at least close timing of origin of ayurveda right some say 3000 years some say 5000 years some say it goes back to even 25000 years but with your expertise and in research do we have any close agree agreeable uh, you know number that we can't say exactly when origin of ayurveda has been taken place because uh, it is telling that uh, in the shloka it's telling no brahma sattva the word the shloka is itself indicating that brahma sattva brahma sattva means what brahma is recalled the ayurveda means he is not telling that here chatramka brahma has been created the ayurveda it is telling that he recalled right. means what who is told who is informed or who taught him that is the question is going to be telling here that is the major thing will be there yes. here uh, yes. actually this one shloka will tell you as Arjun Karim sir rightly said Brahma Smrutva Smrutva so uh, when we go to the examinations yes. we recall or uh, remember something which we have already learned or, or which is there in our thought process just like that uh, Lord Brahma also recalled or recollected the knowledge of Ayurveda uh, so which was there always in him so we know brahma as the creator of uh, the universe and he recalled ayurveda so what does this mean when we uh, go into the depth of analysis of this particular point it clearly uh, suggests that research is uh, or see ayurveda came out that was itself the first propagation from brahma smrito aisho vedam prajapati majagrihat so he uh, then uh, uh, advised that and taught it to Prajapati. So then Prajapati took it to the different uh, tires of uh, learning. So here, mm -hmm. Brahma's Mrutva, what it means, the knowledge was always there, but Brahma was waiting for an opportunity. Whenever the uh, knowledge is needed, let me throw it out. Even Brahma did not have an idea of uh, uh, bringing out that Ayurveda from within him and uh, giving it to the uh, next mm -hmm. generation of students, but he always had within him. He was waiting. Uh, probably yes. he, he also did not know that moment came when people uh, were suffering his own creation was suffering he got uh, conscious that uh, my creation is suffering from so many problems okay let me uh, give the knowledge what i have from inside suddenly the thought process uh, came outside uh, one of the authors uh, amish tripathi uh, who uh -huh. has written the shiva trilogy and uh, the other books uh, which are very uh, very interesting not a topic here so he keeps telling mm -hmm. in everywhere in his meets he tells when i start writing i just don't have the concept of the story in my mind yeah i just i just i just tell hara hara mahadev and then start typing down and the story flows all by itself i don't mm. know where the ideas come from okay ji, i have also experienced similar thing when i start typing down an article i don't have an idea 
so what exactly i'll be typing what uh, article i am writing today and what i want to tell there even when i go into the classroom i will not have i will have some thought process okay let me go this uh, go to the classroom and tell these things to the students and suddenly there the uh, total presentation itself will become uh, will will be totally different from what we thought so this is uh, why we can't tell the origin is so here uh, the brahma smuta ayurvedam that shloka also wants to give us a clue that research is a, it, it comes from a thought process it comes from a requirement it comes from a question okay yeah. so it comes from a debate or the keenness of a person to explore something and tell something so these yeah. things uh, so when we uh, mention all these things it is definitely uh, the research is from our thought process this is the earliest evidence that uh, so when when the things are there inside us waiting for uh, a proper time to come out and uh, uh, what we can call it as uh, uh, just express themselves they come at the right time so many times we also will be surprised where where we are getting these ideas from definitely, so definitely so since yeah, since since yeah, ayurveda so. is coming yeah since ayurveda is coming from the thought process of uh, uh, brahma yeah. its time cannot yeah. be predicted like, yeah it that takes me to the thinking of like an, an uh, eternal existence like for example we say that you know bhagavad gita was spoken by lord krishna 5000 years back but that's just the one example of you know the beginning or the end of the dwapar yuga but if you do the research on that that has been said multiple times in the past in a you know many right. many goes into like probably unimaginable number of years right. so that knowledge was there so i think that that matches to here that this is an eternal knowledge and you know has been come out you know at the time to time based on the time place and circumstances and need absolutely absolutely sir uh, uh, karim sir you wanted to give some reference please as the ragram sir said it's a definitely what the author has been told that when i start with the name of har har shiva the mm-hmm. ayurveda has started from that junction itself only because it's a thought process it is not been created not been destroyed anybody because the shloka says in brahma samhita there is another shloka is there so i am ayurveda the ayurveda itself it is going to telling that how it is there himself shashvato nirdishyate anaditvat swabhava samsiddha lakshanatvat bhava swabhava nityatvat so it is telling that ayurveda myself mm-hmm. so i am ayurveda myself i am shashvata i am nirdishyate anadi anaditvat means what it is telling that i am eternal i am not yeah. having any beginning i am not an, having any ending nirdishyate anaditvat not to be having any ending not to be having beginning as i said that uh, uh, brahma smritva brahma means here it is going to tell about chaturmukha brahma yeah But original the yeah. ayurveda has been originated from the uh, that is uh, paramatma that is going to tell yeah. brahma anandam brahma plus ananda that is brahma actually that yes. brahma is aham when yeah. we are going to see the chaturvida chaturvida purusha in our yeah. formation of our uh, the whole universe when you are going to see before mm-hmm. the uh, uh mahat and ahankara that is also be there is an a paramatma is there from that time duration itself only the ayurveda has been created but the yeah. timing we can't ever never say that this is yeah. the time period of ayurveda has originated so it is telling that shashvato nirdishyate permanently yeah. it is an eternal one anaditva yeah. there is no beginning and there is no ending 
how yes. our life spans because we are going to be mixing with our natures our body and the nature is going to make similarities what 24 tattvas we are going to be following bhava swabhava samsiddha lakshanatvat bhava swabhava nityatvat it is eternal one is there sir this is how yeah. ayurveda is there in the past yeah. and in the present and it will be there in the future yeah, yeah. so only <laughs> It is always said that Brahma Smutva. Never it is yes. going to tell that when Ayurveda has been started. Yes. yes. We'll come on to the questions. Uh, very good questions from Vasanta Reddiji again. What is heaven conceptually? Very interesting question. What does it mean going to heaven with body? So what is heaven conceptually? Can throw some light on uh, this, uh, Dr. Abdul Karim. <laughs> very, very interesting question. <laughs> Generally, what we have to be in every religions, everybody we will tell that after death we will going to reach our heaven or in hell. Just we can't able to whatever there on the because of on their deeds we can able to reach in any place. Heaven, I think so. Whatever the deeds, the moksha prapti, the eternal, the soul it reaches the paramatma actually. That I think it is in a heaven. We don't have any such place. Yes, definitely in all the religions it is told that heaven is like that, it is like that. Heaven is going to be seen in yourself when you go do the good deeds and when you're going after the death, the soul is going to be remain eternal in our present life. After our death, whatever we are going to be doing and living and going on, everybody when you'll remember us, that is for us, it's a heaven. I think so. Yeah. I didn't so see is, any, I heard, I learned in our, all the religions, we have been heard that heaven is there. Yes, I learned to agree, heaven is there. But according uh, to the mythological stories, we have to okay. be mentioned that according to the classics, but to be tell that the person, because it's a research. So we have to be understand that how the transformation has been taken place from heaven to the earth. Uh, so that was question by Vasantaji. Thank you for this question, Vasantaji. It is a uh, it is a beautiful question, uh, but it is a mind blowing question again. So we need to uh, blast our minds, and uh, so it is a philosophical question where we need to sit and uh, extend our thought process on these things. So we will see if in future episodes, somewhere in the future episodes, if we can tap some answers for yes. those this particular question. But uh, yes, heaven and uh, hell, they are the concepts of every religion they have given. Uh, one to give an assurance that your good deeds will take you here, number one, and your bad deeds can take you here. So to uh, to create an assurance and to create a scare at the same time, so that the person lives consciously believing that there is some supernatural power, there is some observing power, having a look at it, uh, look at us. There is a watch. There is there are eyes. Uh, there is a big boss over us who is monitoring us and watching 24 into 7 into throughout our life. Uh, so that uh, he rewards us when we do good and that is the heaven do doors open up and uh, uh, when we die uh, and probably when we do many things wrong so, so okay, the doors of the hell can open up again the concept of punarjanma is there that i think uh, is also a point of research we'll take it uh, later uh, in the later uh, discussions so i think uh, th these are the very difficult concepts to discuss it needs a different uh, platform and different so the separate topic itself to discuss uh, and again, interesting question. Thanks for this question, uh, uh, Vasantaji. So another question by Vasantaji is, uh, do we know if statistical analysis was used in Ayurveda research? Statistical analysis yes. was used in Ayurveda research. We are speaking about ancient days, uh, Abdul Karim sir. Yes, your thoughts. Yes, 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 madam, definitely. Classically, we can able to show that the statistics is there. If research is there, stats is there must. Don't forget, madam, because without 
restart never be complete the research works okay so Until, this is the uh, because it's an another topic we will plan for the next coming in series that one absolutely we are going to be disc uh, discussing regarding this and several examples several uh, quotations are available in our classical literatures where statistics has been shown that we'll going to explain in the next future absolutely thought provoking questions again uh, vasanthaji so one more question uh, coming to statistical analysis uh, vasanthaji i think that, that was uh, the take by abdul karim sir so we will have one session so in the series where uh, ayurveda uh, in relation to statistics also will be touched upon i think so uh, in that uh, uh, can we have that in future uh, abdul karim yeah, sir definitely. so there we can discuss these things Yes. And uh, one more question from Vasanthareddy is: uh, If it is a thought process, if I, uh, research is a thought process, could it be that Bharadwaj going to heaven is his capability to think beyond the cap capabilities of other munis? Was Bharadwaj yes. thinking differently beyond the capacity of other munis? Why did he go? Why not others? because on according to that bharadwaja is having its good spiritual powers compared to others because we see that uh, in the concept uh, saptamaharshis are there why they are only called as saptamaharshis what is their specialities why they are staying in the heavens why other rishis are not going to be stay there because it understand that their capabilities are entirely different they are having their knowledge and spiritual powers are going to be gaining in a different way all rishis are not being equal as i know that uh, the bharadwaja is having an, a good capable person and because everybody can't able to be gain that knowledge that is also be important see after coming from bharadwaja he transferred the same knowledge to each and every person but how much people has been gained grabs that knowledge that is also be important generally in classes we are going to teaching the students how much possible people are going to be gaining according to their capacities how much they are going to be grasping the knowledge but the bharadwaja is having a the tremendous because if you go through his story behind the how bharadwaja is there what is he done how the birth has been taken place all the stories are going to be make him as an a prime person so bharadwaja is in that context and so only everybody is accepted when bharadwaja stood up and he told that i am capable to go to indra with a physical body and i will bring the ayurveda for the betterment of mankind purpose and everybody is been agreed means what he is having a good capacity and capability to go and come back this is one version madam according to if you go for vagbata uh, there atreya punarasu will go and if you go according to shishuta ಅಕಾರ್ಡಿಂಗ್ಬಿಟ್ಟಿ somebody needs to take the responsibility the knowledge is there at one end and uh, those people who are eager to learn is on the other side so there needs to be a bridge somebody needs to become a bridge to tap the knowledge from the resource or the source and give it to the people who need it so i think bardoja was doing this and we we need leaders to do that to form the bridge we need people who can really go and take the knowledge here going to heaven 
is going to the your uh, uh, next question is so going to heaven is another way of talking about capacities not necessarily going to a place uh, called heaven absolutely we can take it uh, so like a, a hypothetical discussion here we can take it uh, heaven need not be heaven may be a depiction that's all so here it is going to a higher tier of knowledge so to reach that particular point also you need capacity you need immense knowledge of understanding what see there is a guru sitting right on the first floor and you need to go to the first floor so the discussions are on the third floor from the third floor you need to cross the second floor and go to the first floor that for that they needed some leader so some bridge to do that go there learn and bring the unadulterated knowledge to the earth so that is down to the ground floor so on the ground floor that is on the floor number 3 there are people who are keen to learn disciples who are keen to learn and there are also capable persons among those capable persons is bharadwaja who is the most capable so the acharya identified that he is the right person because he also volunteered very importantly we need to see is volunteering is courage courage of learning as it is very important as it is the person bharadwaja has to go there learn ayurveda as it is come back should not forget and interpret it and teach it to his disciples as it is without any adulteration so here bharadwaja was forming the bridge between uh, uh, the lower tier of learning so which uh, where we had eager students and the upper tier where there was a guru superior guru to reach that particular guru also you need some qualification some special qualifications and also some special attributes and qualities i felt uh, uh sage bharadwaja had those attributes special qualities that is why he was not only chosen one he also was the volunteered one that i'll go there and bring the knowledge in an unadulterated way and i will give you that particular knowledge to all of you so that i felt is uh, the amalgamation of the answers for uh, uh, both your questions uh, madam and uh, just a minute we definitely need to answer the meaning when we talk about ayurveda we need to bring the heaven down yes madam so in future uh, we will see if we can bring this heaven down concept of heaven uh, in the future discussions absolutely yes and uh, so what about this question uh, so we have few minutes dr abdul karim uh, i replied on my behalf yes. because uh, i had written an article on bharadwaja and i had to have explored why he went why he was the chosen on other things so what is your take so going to heaven is another way of talking about capacities not necessarily going to a place called heaven here heaven is a heaven or heaven maybe an imagination or a destination of knowledge from where we need to bring it down yeah it's a destination of knowledge where we have to bring that one so so only that is if you believe definitely a, knowledge is like that it is can get from anywhere but especially after the knowing that where the knowledge is present that to be reached it's not so easy because it's a research based whenever you are going the story is how it is telling that you have to struggle you have to fight you have to do work with honesty as the meaning of research as i told that if you want to do dana why you are want to do what is the purpose we want to do japa why you want to do the japa you want to be study why you want to be study just want to do activity is no use of doing anything but if you understand and it gives an immense pleasure to our atma as well as and it is for the better for betterment for the mankind purpose if you want to do that one means we can able to go for any higher level of reach to gain the knowledge purpose that knowledge we can go and we can able to be bring 
so that is the inner instinct that i want to inner learn instinct, i want to explore actually. i want to eagerness eagerness to eagerness. go there get the knowledge okay get so that. for that also we need uh, some special qualities right yes. and finally so before we end this session uh, abdul karim sir would you like to uh, conclude your thoughts on this particular session and uh, just throw the, the throw the light so where uh, we would take this ahead uh, i want to say that uh, never be uh, get uh, uh, get off from the peoples especially when the talk will come regarding the ayurveda especially if you say that the ayurveda is nothing so many people will discriminate nowadays uh, so many things will come as you are uh, seeing that the regarding the salaries the regarding the medicinal preparations they are telling the metallic preparations side effects are more nothing like that unless and until if you do the proper research and if you prepare the proper medications if you proper diagnosis definitely no need you can able to follow the modern protocol but treat ayurveda because everything it is going we can able to prove everything whatever our acharya has told written in our classical literature it is 100% sure that it is an a pure knowledge we can't able to be denied from anything research is such a subject in our classics especially uh, for uh, i want to tell that for uh, students who are studying ug and uh, pg are there uh, the subject especially padartha vignana which is good, dealt by our acharyas which is called as a logical subject but the entire padartha vignana it's a research logic subject if you go and check no the complete padartha vignana is a research based they are the tools they are the instrumentations where how we should able to learn and to be practice our ayurveda itself only so support ayurveda always and our research is there us and we can able to prove that research is only the evidence for us and we are the evidence based science only we can't able to deny by this world or any scenario in this world for us thank you yeah wonderful uh, words uh, abdul karim sir so on behalf of all of us uh, before we ending end this session i would like to cordially thank on behalf of me dr janardan hebbar founder of easy ayurveda and our entire easy ayurveda team uh, a big big thanks for being here uh, we knew his busy schedules so for being here and uh, presenting to us about the origin of uh, uh, research in ayurveda and the relationships and for taking the questions beautifully and answering them yes. so this is only the second ep second episode so we will uh, we wish to carry it ahead with very interesting talks kindly uh, put on this word and spread the message to other uh, students so meanwhile uh, uh, at another proud announcement from uh, easy ayurveda uh, madhavanidana uh, book uh, so which has been uh, which which will be published from easy ayurveda home of easy ayurveda is almost ready so within uh, one week to 10 days uh, madhavanitana so we have published charaka samhita we have published ashtanga today and now madhavanitana so will be one of our proud proud presentations again so which will be uh, launched and also will be released within uh, uh, 10 days maybe one week and 10 days we all require uh, your wishes because we are also in the writing process like the thought process and uh, want to pen down and document a lot of things so that is also an important point of the research so thank you once again so we all we also have a lot of again uh, uh, michael raj thank you top presentation and talk and dr vijayalakshmi ji thank you acharya ji thank you thanks to everybody for active participation and uh, randeer ji and also vasant reddy ji for your queries and all those who have complimented and all those who have attended attended this session so 
Namaste to all. So we'll catch up uh, with you all in the next session of uh, Gurukula with uh, yet another uh, resourceful speaker with yet another new topic of interest. And uh, we will enjoy Ayur Ayurveda as we learn it in the platform of Gurukula. Namaste and thank you to all.